Welcome to Mortgage Broker Acceleration with James Vagley and Ash Playstead. Being a successful mortgage broker is not just about offering great rates and great service. You need to become the best marketer, leader and strategist to outthink your competition. If you want to grow your mortgage business and do it smarter, keep listening. If you want to accelerate even faster, visit www.brokerworkshop.com. That's brokerworkshop.com. Now, let's accelerate. Here's James and Ash. Hey, everybody. It's James Vagley here, and welcome aboard another episode of the MBA podcast, Mortgage Broker Acceleration. Ash, how are you doing today? Be honest. <laughs> well, look. I, I have been occasionally better, but I've, I've often been worse. I'm, I'm doing just fine. Thanks, James, for asking. Yeah, good. Um, good how good. are you doing? No, I'm great. I'm great. Great. Listeners, I hope you are good too. Now, uh, welcome to episode 107. 107. We're talking about a concept called Lock In Next. And essentially, we're going to, Ash and I, I think we should weave this through all aspects of a mortgage business, this teeters into mindset as well. We're going to talk about this from the perspective of sales and marketing and your clients, partners, even through the team. Uh, And it's a really important concept that a lot of people miss, Ash, in terms of locking in next. Um, Mm. Before we kick things off, is there a particular intro you'd like to do on this subject or a, a direction you'd like to take it to start? Yeah, look, it's a really interesting one. James, uh, you know, when we were chatting about this episode, thinking about, well, it really applies to so many aspects of business and life. So, you know, for me, it's a planning issue. I think, you know, big picture, small picture. I mean, often in business, um, you know, uh, mortgage brokers particularly, you know, you're thinking big goals, you know, I want to get to this outcome, you know, have this volume of loans, have this size team, which is awesome. You know, and and people like that. I mean, your team will like that. But I think often, if we're not careful, um, we can neglect, you know, often unintentionally, of course, neglect to show our people, our team, what comes next. Yeah. You know, what what are the steps along the way that we can focus on that lead us in that direction? And I think that applies to how you lead your people, how you build your sales pipeline how you deal with your clients, particularly how you take clients through a A to Z workflow of getting a loan. I mean, our clients hate uncertainty, waiting for a loan. Um, And also our partners that we're we're building relationships um, to send clients. Uh, So, you know, this whole thing around helping our, I guess, our, our stakeholders around our business understand where we're going with our business and what comes next is really fundamental. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. It's, it's all about planning, right? It's about understand. It's not just having a process. It's having a process that you're taking others on with you. So listeners, we want to attack this from the perspective of setting expectations and getting commitment and, you know, the term future pacing at all stages. Because as you said, you know, as, as Ash said a moment ago, it's about planning and process. And I like to use the analogy, Ash, about driving a car, right? Um there's a lot of brokers out there, and, and again, this is no one's fault. They're not, no one's really taught to do this, but I think a lot of brokers treat their business and the sales and marketing process, their clients, partners, and team a little bit like they're in the back seat and they're 
team and their prospective clients and partners are also in the back seat with them. And they're just hanging out in the back seat, having a chat. Things are all comfortable back there. They're getting along, but nobody's driving. And if nobody's driving the car, as we talk about a lot with our partnerships strategies, don't we, Ash, about how you know, if, if no one's driving, it's not going anywhere. Otherwise, you just end up with people you know that you're having a good time with. So if, if you don't uh, jump up front into that driver's seat across sales and marketing and clients and partners and team, well, no one is. So that's what this is about. Yeah, so true. Um, and I was thinking of a couple of examples while you were talking there, James. I mean, it, it'd be like going down a, a roller coaster in the dark. I mean, imagine all your team in a roller coaster and you don't know what's coming next. I mean, people just get tossed around and there's only so much people can stand of being tossed around, you know, without certainty of what's coming next. So I think it's very important, even if we don't really know with certainty about what our end goal is, and let's be honest, all of our big plans and pitches can morph and change over time. Um, But as you said, and I really like the um, analogy of, you know, driving or a map. And this is how I plan my map. Any of you fellas out there that have planned a trip, you might resonate, maybe ladies too. You know, I like to know where I've got to get to, but I like to know each step, like get to this corner, turn there, then go down that road three kilometres, then turn there. You know, I like to have the, the, the route worked out before I depart as best I can. Um, and I always plan my driving trips like that rather than wait till you get somewhere and then try and figure out which way you should turn. <laughs> um, that, that, that might be more exciting, potentially, but I think when you've got people with you, whether it be partners, team, or certainly your own level of focus and attention, you know, at least have a preferred route established with all the next steps, and that is a planning issue. Yep. Um, you know, so and, and I think another example of this for me uh, and I think every every mortgage broker probably, you know, will face this at some time. That is pursuing partners or, or trying to build key partnerships, uh, whether it be real estate agents or similar. And I had this conversation not that long ago with uh, with one of our members who'd basically gone into a relationship with a large chain of real estate officers with promises of all sorts of glory, right? Look after all our officers. We'll make a fortune. We'll bake you into our business. We'll send you all our clients. We'll give you unfettered access to our database. It all sounded magnificent. Now, this guy's got him and two team members, right? So I said immediately, do you see the mismatch there? Do you see the mismatch between expectations about what comes next? You can't leap from where you are to that outcome. There's got to be a plan next step, next step, next step with options all the way along before you commit to a a hot and heavy relationship of that intensity. And I think we all get drawn down that path of excitement around opportunities without thinking about, well, what would be the logical way to step, take one step at a time to build momentum in a way that I can capture that opportunity but without risking the overall direction of my business. Yep, exactly. It's, it's critical to set those expectations and lock in next in terms of the expectations uh, with those partners. And while you're talking as well, Ash, I thought of a couple of key points with, with where I wanted to go with this uh, episode. 
And it's essentially the idea of locking in next is about two key things. And this, this goes for, for clients and sales and, and marketing, um, even partners and team. There's two issues that we're trying to overcome. Uh, we've sort of talked about the first one, which is uncertainty. So let's put this through the filter of a few uh, scenarios. So uncertainty in the marketing process. If you're trying to market and generate leads, if those prospects are uncertain about what they're going to get, what's in it for them, how to do it, you've lost them. If you are in the sales process or working with clients and they're uncertain about what's happening next, they're in the dark, they're stressed, they're calling you, they're emailing you, and they don't get that wow experience. Uh, partners, same thing. Even your own team, If for those listeners that are hiring and have team members, if you're not clear with your team in terms of where the business is going, where their careers are going, they're in the dark, it's uncertain. The other part I wanted to talk about, Ash, was laziness. And um, you'll see where I get with this. Uh, The idea of locking in next removes and overcomes laziness. So when, and brokers, you'll all know, you'll all be familiar with this. If you've got a prospect or a client or somebody within the process, maybe, maybe they're looking to buy or refinance, get a better deal. How many times can you think of where you've had a conversation with people you can save them some money. There's a refi opportunity. There's something you sh- they should do, but then they never get back to you. That laziness, the laziness creeps in, Ash, like they, mm. oh, it's hard to have to fill this in and I never get the pay slips back and I never filled this in. Uh, laziness or non-compliance sets in. Yes. This happens with partners. You can have that great coffee meeting, a handshake, and yep, let's work together. We're going to share tons of referrals And then laziness sets in and nobody actually drives and makes the referral. So non-compliance is a big issue. So when we're sitting down with a client or a partner or a prospect or anyone, we need to be super clear with what's happening right now, what's going to happen next, who's going to do it and by when. Otherwise, you're going to start to see all sorts of, uh, what's the word, Ash? Random things happening, laziness, delays. Mm -hmm non-compliance and it's not good no there's a reason for it and you you, you you've sparked a, a a thought there for me james that's really really important uh and that is that the human nature side of it um where i think how would i describe this we all like to be told what to do within reason right it's human nature particularly for clients partners even ourselves we all like instructions Now, some of us might rebel against being told what to do. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about having some certainty about what comes next. And that is the way the human brain works, is we don't like knowing what comes next. And we will automatically look for a solution or we'll look for the next step. And if it's not there, that's when the the laziness comes in. And it's not anyone's fault. You know, it's not an intentional choice to be lazy. It's simply people going down the path of least resistance. And the path of least resistance is always the path that's clearly laid out, mm. right? Yep. And the, and how do you clearly lay out a path? Well, an example that you just mentioned, which I think is perfect, is referral partners. You know, you could spend, I don't know, several hours, time, 90% of the process, introducing yourself to a real estate agent, going to meet them, talking the talk, and getting to the end of the conversation. 
Now, at that end of that conversation, you don't clearly articulate what comes next. The likelihood of getting referrals diminishes astronomically. And I see this all the time. Great brokers, great people having great conversations, but not actually understanding that that agent needs to know what comes next. And what comes next? Guess what? Well, here's how to refer your first client. When, the, you know, when a buyer wants to buy a property, introduce my name and tell them that I'm going to be in touch with them. That's what comes next. Mm-hmm, 100%. Right? That, yep. you know, show them the next step. Show them the next step. Yep. If you don't drive, nothing's going to happen. I, Ash, I, I wrote down three things when you were talking. This probably segues nicely into the how do we do this. So how do our listeners start to lock in next? And, you know, whether it's your own team, marketing, prospects, partners, clients, sales process, all of that, there's really three things you, you've got to do. So let's uh, call them the W's, the W's you've got to do. Uh, we've talked about all of them, but let's just... Uh, lay these out one, two, three. So the first thing we've got to do is take control and drive. Um, and no one's going to usually do this. You, your clients aren't going to do it. Your team, it's not their position to do it. It's you as their leader, business owner. Uh, partners often don't do this. Like don't wait for your partner to step into the driver's seat and certainly don't wait for your prospects to jump in the driver's seat and tell you what they want. You need to control every situation and drive And the W that goes along with this, Ash, is why. So, you know, step up into the driver's seat and tell them why we're going to do what we're going to do. Make sense for the first one? Yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, Not just sure, Um, absolutely sure. I mean, I'd reckon, I don't know how many people are listening to this this episode, James, but I'd reckon I'd bet that a fair percentage have had this happen to them over the years. And that is, you know, when you write a loan for somebody and you submit it for approval and you tell the client, I'll be in touch when I hear. Now, you might not use those words, but if that's what the customer thinks, how often has that customer rung and said, I know you said you'd ring me when you had news, but I couldn't wait. I'm just ringing to see how things are going. Yep. Now, guess why that happens? Because you haven't clearly articulated what's going to happen next. So poor old customers at home sweating bullets, wondering what's going on. And they're extremely vulnerable to going another direction and they're reaching out to you for certainty. Now, we know that the lending game is not necessarily certain, but you can give them certainty of the next step. Yes, that's really important, isn't it? Because although we might not control what the lenders are doing with timeframes and outcomes even, we have to do our best to uh, lay out the next steps for the client and shield them from that so that they don't have to worry. So... um, that's good stuff, Ash. You moved into the second and third steps, which is perfect. So the first step, control drive, give them the why. The second step for everybody is to make sure all parties have clear actions and steps. Like here's what we're going to do and here's who is going to do them. Um, and whether that's uh, a prospective client, an existing client in the sales process or the loan process or your key partner, You're sitting there saying, here's what we're going to do. I'll do this. You're going to do that. And then the third piece, Ash, is uh, deadlines. So that's the when. Uh, Well, when are we going to get those done by? It's uh, here's what we're going to do. Here's why it's important. Saving money, buying your dream home, etc. Building our businesses together. Here's who's going to do what and who's going to do it. And then by when. It doesn't have to be complicated. 
but we just have to have that conversation so there's a, an expectation that's clear and set and there's a commitment so that both parties know what's you know, clearly know what's expected of them and by when uh, yeah we talk about this a lot james with the people we work with the brokers we work with um it is building a culture and a mindset um, amongst you and your team and your business and all of your stakeholders, clients, partners, everybody, that you're a business that works to clear tasks with clear deadlines. Now, there's a reason for that, uh, with multiple reasons, but one of the most important ones is the one you've articulated is because it breeds an absolute focus on certainty of steps. And this breeds a huge amount of confidence and attraction for you as people to, or a business to do business with, a business to work for, um, you know, we, whenever we, we coach our clients to recruit staff, James, we put a lot of emphasis on how you onboard them. Day one, day two, day three, day four. Be very clear about the steps to get people up and running and moving with momentum. Right? It's the same across the business. So there's a, there's a very clear message here to take this away, I think, and, and to integrate um, task, deadline, communication into everything you do. Yep. Yeah, it's great, isn't it, Ashton? I think one thing to finish on is the fact that this is a little bit against what most people would naturally do. Uh, some people are naturally more assertive in, in their behaviour. A lot of people aren't. So this would go against what a lot of people might have been told or naturally would do. Uh, a lot of people feel a little bit sheepish about sort of really stepping up and saying, here's what we're going to do. And you're going to do this and by this date. Uh, but we've got to I guess I'd like to challenge all of our listeners to pick one, one opportunity or one instance and give this a go and notice not just the confidence that it gives you, but notice the shift in confidence and compliance on the, on the part of the other person. So, you know, try this next time you have a prospect come in, uh, you know, or try this next time you sit down with a referral partner instead of just having a good conversation and, you know, vaguely meandering and then, you know, finishing that off with a relatively vague promise about what's going to happen next, step up and say to that partner or that prospective client, right, uh, here's what I'm going to do next and by when, here's what you're going to do next and by when. And notice, I reckon, Ash, every time you do this, the other party will go, great, sounds awesome. That's exactly what I needed to hear. No one wants wishy-washy, vague, People love and will eat up that certainty and control. So um, it's a bit of a learned skill, Ash, but hopefully a number of our listeners take it on board because uh, it makes basically all the difference to uh, success in all these areas. Yeah, it's great advice, James, and 100%. We're not suggesting, and very few people hit the ground running with these natural skills that they can apply across they do what, what they do. It's an acquired skill that comes with just one step at a time speaking about steps you know like uh, i always like to end with the the old head surgeon metaphor I, I always think your customers are like the patients of a doctor you don't go there for options or ideas you go there for clear-cut authoritative directions what do i do next what do i do next and if if that doctor or surgeon doesn't tell you what to do next you walk away more confused or more stressed than you went in. Now, can you imagine that with your clients or partners or team members? So it's very important as a leader in your business, whether it's just yourself or yourself and a team, 
that you're clear about uh, expectations. Um, and it's not about being bossy. It's not about being controlling. It's just about being open and clear and communicative. And I think we can all do that. We can. Yep. So the challenge is set, listeners. Uh, go out and start locking in next. Anytime you're sitting with a client or a partner or a team member and you're getting something done, make sure you leave or finish that interaction locking in next, locking what's going to happen by when, locking the next meeting, the next touch point, so that everybody's super clear. Uh, love to know your thoughts on this. Uh, contact us, share on socials, uh, like or comment on the podcast just so we know you're there. And uh, if there's anything you'd like us to cover on the podcast, of course, uh, let us know and uh, we can schedule that into the future. But Ash, this is a really good topic and I hope this, uh, like with anything that we do over the last hundred odd episodes, we really just hope that even if a smidge of this stuff is implemented, it's going to have a huge difference in the businesses and lives of uh, our listeners, which is what we want. We want one good idea, listeners. If you can get one good idea from each episode, that's awesome. We're mission accomplished, James. It's uh, been a great discussion. Mate. Exactly. Uh, listeners, have a great day. Wherever you are in the world, Ash, you do the same. And uh, I guess we'll catch you all next week. See you next time. Bye, everyone. Thanks for joining this episode of Mortgage Broker Acceleration. It's now time to grow your mortgage business, your income, and your lifestyle too. If you want to accelerate and learn from the best, head over to brokerworkshop.com and join the next deep dive training with James and Dash. That's www.brokerworkshop.com. Until next time, go get them.